You can be my wingman anytime. Bullshit. You can be mine. Welcome back to the Comic Book Bullies for the new bully. I'm your host, Leroy, a.k.a. Lovey, with my co-host. Okay, this is Eli, <laughs> a.k.a. Hey, uh, <laughs> this is Eli, a.k.a. Meatball Hero. We're not doing a do-over. We're just going to let it roll with that. <laughs> uh, Eli, yeah, and even kind of on what stuff I've been doing for the last three weeks. Oh, yeah? I've been doing Gilligan's Island. No shit, like we watching Gilligan's Island. No, no, no. The the intro. I've been doing Gilligan's Island. Really? Yeah. I did a skipper, professor, Thurston oh, third, love okay. you. Okay, I get it. I McFly, get it. McFly, McFly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we're back with the episode. We're just gonna jump into it. Like I said, we actually got a, a nice full show today, so we're gonna jump into it. Uh first thing we want to start off with, like this is Jan- uh June the first. So of course you know what that means. Pride mind. So that means every single corporation is doing some kind of, you know, celebratory thing and it's back. Some companies are taking it a little step further. For instance, Burger King. Oh, yeah. Burger. Yeah. Oh, I, I yeah. You told me about that, that thing. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to show you what's going on with Burger King. Okay. So Burger King made a pride whopper. That's their thing. Now, obviously looking at it you don't see the big deal about this whopper let me see if i can zoom in on this whopper eli what do you notice about this whopper? what makes this whopper lgbt um can you can you see it oh, they're, they're, the same, t- they're the same buns exactly <laughs> so you can <laughs> so you can order it with two tops or two bottoms have you want to do it this i'm not making this up this is not some kind of internet meme this is real you can go on burger king's website they don't sell in every single i would single- go with the two tops <laughs> I mean, you don't want two bottoms? Well, I nah, guess two man, times two the, bottoms. Two bottom, the two tops got the seeds, got the sesame seeds. See, Eli, it's prime. Why are you choosing? <laughs> Have both, just walk in and want both of them, you know? <laughs> oh, man. But, but hold on, let me see what we got here. Uh, mutant Whoppers. Mutant Whoopers. <laughs> <laughs> mutant Whoopers. But that's my thing about that. Now, I don't know if that's offensive. Or is it clever? I don't know. I feel like that may be taking a step too far, you know, to have a to have a pride whopper. So what is McDonald's going to do to combat this? We're going to make the corn dogs, you know, two inches longer, you know, one inch girthier. You know, I, I don't know yeah. what they're going to do with that. This is but that's that's the thing about pride month. It's like you sometimes you walk that edge. Somebody's going to get pissed. But either way, you get publicity out of it also. But that's the problem with these companies. They try to make it where they capitalize on, you know, commercialize. On, on the thing like that. That's why every company right now is just going to turn the rainbow, you know, umbrella corporation, Wayland, you know, whatever, you know. So, but that's yeah. that's organization nowadays. You know, you got to do something to celebrate. You know, what is that? 
So, um, yeah, and while Pride Month is going on and all these, like mm-hmm. you said, all these companies are trying to buy their way into it and make a buck, um, fuck the corporations. Why don't you su- support real uh, the LGBTQ community? There's a guy I know named Donut. He got me through the pandemic. He hosted a horror show every night during the pandemic. Um, he's been doing it um still does it but it's on hiatus right now um because stuff is starting to open back up but yeah every night during the t- pandemic he hosted a horror movie and he'd live stream it and um he does these shows and he's asking for uh you know he has a kickstarter so go check out donut worldwide on twitch where you can find uh you know ways to support him and support actual people in that community that are actually doing shit you know, instead of giving your money to a mindless corporation that just so they can sell a fucking rainbow flag, you know, support the real community. <laughs> or burgers <laughs> you know with two buns, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just wanted to get that out there. Yeah, shout out to Donut and the, and the Sprinkles. They got, like I said, it was something I, I look forward to every night. Kept me sane during the pandemic. Yeah, Every night at 10 o'clock, they'd, they'd stream a horror flick. And it was it was a lot of fun. So, uh, so yeah, just uh, support Pride the real way. <laughs> right and you don't have to just keep giving your money to these corporations just because they changed their logo to a rainbow flag you know yeah shout out to our geekery you know <laughs> <laughs> i think that's gonna get us i think i think this might be our last yeah, episode no money, though. What, how much, what money does that right <laughs> <laughs> right we're gonna pay them now they're gonna owe them <laughs> corporation with fake love yeah uh yeah. 616 man what it do what's up you know you're back okay there's a big hoopla going on about the 616 thing right now but we're not going to get into it. Eli, I think we might need to do something for 616, like January 16th or something. I don't know. Oh, like like the universe or or 616 man? Why not both? <laughs> yeah. Both. Let's, fuck, fuck it, both. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll think of something. We'll, we'll celebrate some kind of way. Yeah. Both. <laughs> uh, anyway. Like, like, just like the buns, the two. <laughs> <laughs> right. Why choose? <laughs> Oh uh, yeah. All right. So we're gonna move on to the next podcast. Eli, well, not podcast, but ep- uh part of the episode. Uh Eli, we're gonna bring back an old classic. You already know where I'm going with this. What is the number one movie of the week? And no, I don't have a graphic. Oh, you know, I don't even know. Oh, is it fucking uh uh Tom Gunn? Top <laughs> Yes, Tom, it's Tom Gunn. It's back Tom Gunn. <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry about that. It was raining up there, 616 Man. But yeah, Tom Gunn was another movie. Yeah, Top Gun. It was another movie. Everybody's saying it's the greatest movie of all time. Uh, I'm hearing a lot of things about it. I like this movie because it's not woke. I'm like, okay. I didn't know that was a thing. You know. So I'm starting to realize something, Eli. Uh, Top Gun, this new Top Gun movie, it seems like to be the Black Panther for white guys. I think that's why they like it so much. <laughs> that's just Maybe. me. It's, just, it's, it's their thing. But you know what? More power to you. I'm glad you like it. It's but that's not Pride the... Month too. So, <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's it's coded. Top Gun has always been coded. That's that's yeah. the difference. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um... But that's what I wasn't talking about. What I want to talk about this month: the movie that wasn't in there, and that movie was Morbius. 
Morbius was not in there. So it is no morbing time or whatever the hell is going on with that. So here's the thing, Eli. I don't know if you know what's going on with that. We talked about this shitty ass movie. Uh, we drug into the ground. So like every other review site out there right now. But for some reason, internet memes started coming out about that. It's morbing time. Started making memes, started trending on Twitter, started getting popular. Morbius is trending. And people were just like, oh, did he say that in the movie? Is it a cutscene? What is it? And it got so big that they re-released it in the theaters this weekend. And it Did made a whopping, no, nobody saw it. <laughs> it made a whopping $85,000 in the weekend this, this weekend. So even though the meme, because Sony thought that because the memes were popping and it was trending on Twitter, that means there was more interest in this movie. Nobody's interested if, in this movie. I wonder if that 85000 was from ticket sales or just like the theaters, the, the bill that they had to pay, the theaters had to pay. <laughs> I, I hope so. I hope it cost them money to do that. <laughs> I hope it cost them money to put this shit back in the movie theater because nobody wants to see this movie. It was just a meme. You don't have to capitalize on it. So the fact that we tricked Sony into putting this movie back in the theater just so they could lose more money, honestly, Eli, I'm, I'm proud of the internet. I rarely say that, but I'm proud of the internet for doing that shit. <laughs> Because they fuck up so much shit so many times. But in this situation right here, good job, Internet. So let's see what we got here. Uh, I heard Top Gun 2 made old Gen X white guys cry. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Please don't tell me that's true. If I see it. My my thing about Top Gun, I hated the first Top Gun. I don't know. Did you like the first Top Gun? I barely remember it. I was, well, there you I was, go. Because yeah, yeah, I know why you don't remember. You know why you don't remember? Because the movie sucked. <laughs> <laughs> it, it may, it may have or not suck. I kind of remember something happened. I just remember like Tom Cruise was a bad boy, and no, yeah, he wasn't. That's it. He wasn't a bad. He boy. wasn't. How are you gonna be a bad boy when you're like? Because they the kept airport? saying he was a bad boy. They kept, they kept telling <laughs> you're a rebel, you're a lost cause. So they kept Shit. saying, well, he must be, I guess. <laughs> No, that movie sucked. It sucked in 86 and I just, yeah, I had fun the other, like, was it last week? I I kind of like ran Top Gun through the ringer. And, um, yeah, so I like, man, Eli really hates this movie. I, I just like, hey, I, you know, fuck, hey, there's a new Top Gun movie. Yeah, I'm going to r- register my disgust for the old movie. <laughs> but, but like I said, it is Pride Month and there are so many videos out right now how, like, uh, Top Gun is one of the most secretly coded homoerotic movies ever made. Sword like fight, if, yeah. Right, if you like really watch it through that lens, it's there. You know, uh, they say my file is longer than Stingers. Yeah, just like my Johnson. You know, they say stuff like this all the time throughout the movie. So watch it, watch Top Gun again during Pride Month through that lens, and you may enjoy the movie. I guess um, I, no, I'm, I won't, but. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, just try it, Eli. Now, you, now I get it. Now I get it. <laughs> I'll just be even more disappointed. It's <laughs> weird, a gay porn. Damn, this sucks as a gay porn, too. Yeah, this is a really <laughs> shit gay, gay porn. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so we can move on past No More Morbing Time. And uh, like I said, Eli, I'm gonna let, this This is where you take over, because like I said, you taught, saw a TV show. Oh yeah, yes, I, I guess I'm still doing Obi Wan. Uh, yeah, oh, solo. What... <laughs> my favorite Disney movie. <laughs> anyway, uh, Top Gun, '80s music of Tom Cruise, buddy with the is, yeah, with the bird named Goose. I guess. What song was popular in in Top the in Danger Top Zone or whatever? The Danger Zone. That's what it was. That's the thing about the '80s. Every '80s movie had a popular theme song. 
So when you hit a theme song, you it reminds you of the movie. They don't do that nowadays. Like what song you reminds you of uh Doctor Strange and the Madness of Mor- Multiverse? Like there's no Danger Zone or you know no Jay-Z song that reminds you of it. Yeah, yeah, they don't do that. Yeah, they don't have soundtracks and shit. Yeah, where was Will Smith again? Where was Will Smith when you need him? Yeah, like the like the shitty P. Diddy Godzilla song or whatever. He did do that. I kinda like that song. I kinda like that P. Diddy. Shit. I kind of like that one. It was like a hard rock. Oh, man, that's the top gun of hip hop. <laughs> I thought it was rock more than anything else. So I didn't really quite qualify it as hip hop. But I'm going to fight you. Kick and bite you. <laughs> I don't remember any words to it. I just remember like P. Diddy was like falling to the ground. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, nope, nope, nope. We can't talk about that. I think that's we had a long, long rant about that one time that's a trigger i'm triggered right now we got off the rails even mentioned that 616 we, that's 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 on the ban list that's on the ban list so yeah nickelback is on the ban list uh, let's see uh yeah, man, every band like every I, list they're, they're i like the eminem so i like the eminem so that's i think that's why i give the uh first venom a pass because at least the eminem track was kind of okay but yeah anyway we get off track you saw a tv show and oh uh, yeah saw a tv show also Okay. Obi Wan, episode three of Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Obi Wan's got his own TV show, and it basically takes place ten years after Order sixty six. The Jedi, most of the Jedi are dead. He's hiding out in Tatooine. Um, Vader and his Inquisitors are going around hunting Jedi, and um, Obi Wan gets called into action because little Princess Leia is kidnapped. And so he is called into action and has to. So know, it's the old retired badass trope, like taken. He's got to. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Which is cool. Uh, hey, yeah. you want to do taken in space? I'm fine with it. Yeah. Basically, yes. He 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 reluctantly um, picks up his lightsaber and goes to find Leia. Um, for the most part, I'm digging it. I the first two episodes I liked. People are bitching about little Leia. I love her. I think she's great. Um, I think she needs her own show. <laughs> so I fuck y'all. <laughs> I don't know if she can get her own show at that age, but okay. But just give me a Leia show. I don't give a shit what age, because Leia is like the most baddest of all asses in the whole fucking Star Wars. You know, fuck all these bitches, all like Luke and Anakin and they're whining. And so Leia talks shit to Vader's face and walked away. You know, <laughs> she and she still got tortured. Her, yeah, she he blows up her planet. She blows up her his fucking space station twice. Three times. <laughs> you know. So, uh, um, yeah. Uh, and, of course, you know, racists don't like uh, uh, the Black Inquisitor lady, who I think is badass. I love her, too. Now, um, that's what I'm trying to say. Did they give a reason why they don't like her, or she just she just exists? Because I, I know I asked that question last time. I was like, did they clarify, or or they just get even more mad about something. it? Something. They probably, you know, yeah, whatever excuse that makes them not sound racist, that's what they say. <laughs> you know, now let me just they, they yeah. yeah, you know, they let don't like her shoes. That. I don't like her shoes. She sucks. Recast. They, they'll make up something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now let me just address that whole situation right now. Like I said, I haven't seen the show yet, but you can't get away from the whole topic of the of the Inquisitor that everybody's upset about. You know, like you said, she says she has some racist tweets that you know came into her DM stuff like that. She reviewed them on Instagram. Uh, Star Wars came out officially. Got behind her saying like being racist you know people got mad about that like why should that be a controversial subject just, just don't be a racist 
you know, people get mad over that. I don't know, you know. Uh, Obi Wan, Yuri McGregor also came out, said some stuff. Also, like, just mm-hmm. quit being a racist, just quit being an asshole. You know, that's this yeah. something simple. But the thing is, with Star Wars, just like this thing we saw with the Gay Whopper, I almost think Star Wars is kind of doing the same thing with this because I think they're trying to deflect just so they can't have any criticism about the show. Let's deflect it to something else. You know, you almost have to support the show. Uh, because, like I said, we this isn't the first are time. You, are, are you talking about like Ghostbusters, the Lady Ghostbusters show? Oh, I, they so. definitely did that. Ghostbusters <laughs> definitely did that. Yeah. Well, if you if you hate the show, you hate women. You know, they yeah. they flip it on you, make you look like an asshole. They gaslight you. You know. Yeah. But this is the first time. Like, if okay, Star Wars is fans are racist, and water is wet. You know, this is the same thing they did with John Boyega. It's the same thing we did with Kim Retran. Now, a lot of people saying that, oh, well, oh, I hear more backlash about people about the backlash than about what's actually happened. No, this shit happens. When Kim Retran, when Star Wars wished her happy birthday on her birthday, I went on the post just to look, see what's going to happen. I saw all that racist, nasty, sexist shit that people were posting. This isn't shit they were making up. I saw it, you know, with my own two eyes. I'm like, man, yeah. people are assholes, you know. So this shit happens, you know. Uh, they uh, they they Daisy Ridley. She, I mean, they they ran her to the ground. Also, they're not attacking the character, not attacking performance. They're attacking them. They're attacking their race, their nationality, their sexuality, stuff like that. But here's the problem with Star Wars. Of course, they're saying something about you know uh this actress here, but they said nothing about them. And matter of fact, they even went out of their way to cover it up to appease fans. Uh, John Boyega took him off the pic uh poster in the China thing. Uh, pretty much removed Killer Marie Tran out of the third movie. They had a gay uh kissing scene in the third movie of that one. China completely cut it out, and that's just Star Wars. We ain't talking about Marvel, where Chadwick Boseman had to have his helmet on a poster in a China poster. So, so Star, so Disney does this stuff. You well, know, the they review, do whatever. The the China reviews for Pat Black Panther. Right. <laughs> oh, this this movie is too black for me. I can't watch this. It's you know, so dark. <laughs> this movie is so dark. <laughs> <laughs> like so we get this stuff all the time but like i said i'm trying to make sure that uh, star wars i mean disney or star wars or lucasfilm whoever it is isn't trying to capitalize on an opportunity to deflect any kind of criticism about it oh you hate star wars you're racist so you don't like this show you're racist even yeah. though even though they try to just lump everybody together i'm not saying they're doing that but i'm not hearing people actually talking about this show like the first week eli People were talking about the show. Oh, I like it. Oh, this happened. This happened. The second week when this shit happened, nobody is talking about the show. Yeah, because I didn't even hear about like the backlash against uh, the Inquisitor actress. It, it, until, I heard until, it was like background noise. It was yeah, background until, noise at first, you know, until I think the show, you know, because um, yeah, Star Wars fans are assholes. I don't fucking read any of that shit. Right. <laughs> what about Dragon Ball? Well, I'll get to that. Yes, what, I will critique the show. For not and, that, and that's what that's what I want you to do, Eli. Critique the show, not this bullshit that these fans are doing here. The show. Let's uh defend it's almost like mad black people in space. Right. It's, yeah. Thanks for listening, Earl. But yes, true. Yeah. Or, or or they're not painted purple. That's the only reason they'll let my they'll let minorities into like sci-fi shit is if they're painted another color or we're, <laughs> like, or we're robots or shit or, like that. Yeah, droids, we're, you know. we're voicing something or we're, we're, we are literally colored people. <laughs> right. So you can make a droid, a slave. That's okay for that, but don't talk yeah. about real slaves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like we, yeah. Minorities can't be their own skin tone. They can be any other color except their, their own. <laughs> That's when they're cool. With 
<laughs> Aliens are minorities. I get it. Yeah, even though Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy was a good movie, but still, you know. <laughs> yeah. um, can but- Zoe Saldana be any color except her own in a movie? That's all I want to know. <laughs> yeah, she's blue. We can also, man, let's, let's yeah, talk about She's let's blue talk- in Avatar. She's green right. in Guardians. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let, let's talk about the show, man. Let's talk about the show. You know, for all four colors, for all the colors. Right. Now she's gonna be yellow, she's gonna be orange, you know, Starfire or some shit. I don't know, whatever. Uh yeah. backlash or prequels almost killed Jar Jar yeah. Binks actor. Yeah, yeah. So like I said, it's it's a thing. I almost had him. Yeah. So all right. So, so yeah, um spoil it. I don't care. Let okay, it let it ride. Because yeah, honestly, I, mean, I probably already heard what you're about to say anyway. So okay, yeah. I um the the third issue third issue, third episode, we finally got to see you read Vader. comics. Vader. <laughs> Vader, yeah. <laughs> Vader made made his uh, triumphant return. It wasn't really triumphant, but he, he came back. We saw Vader again. Um, mm-hmm. Vader did something. Um, and then, there was, but I felt a little lackluster. That's just me. You know, maybe I'm an old Star Wars fan that wants to see cool shit. <laughs> I mean, but let's compare this to the you know the most recent time they fought, or the close time they fought, when it was in Episode Four, where they just clang. Playing, yeah, where they're old men. Well, <laughs> right. this wasn't this was they didn't really do that. I mean, Obi-Wan pretty much ran away the whole time. I mean, that's basically what it was. I mean, mm-hmm. and that's okay, okay. Let me get rid of that first. There's a few things I got to address. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, the duel was a little they what they didn't really duel. It was basically a chase scene. Um, Obi-Wan was trying to escape, Vader and the Inquisitors and Stormtroopers were after him. They did face off, they did have a confrontation, they did speak to each other. Um, uh, and you know, Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan thought Anakin was dead, which is also canon in, in, in the, in the novels. I mean, no one knew, everyone assumed Anakin Skywalker died. They, no one knew that Vader was Anakin for a long time. That was like actually. In which makes novels. sense. Cause when Obi-Wan yeah. was leaving, you know, in episode three, he thought, you know, Anakin was dead. That's why yeah, he just left him. There. He did. Everyone thought Anakin was dead. And when Vader started showing up, popping up, they thought, oh, he's Palpatine's new apprentice. Cause, cause Dooku was dead. You know, it's his new apprentice, you know. Um, so, uh, yeah, it was a little lackluster as far as that. But even if they did, say they did have a duel and it was all extravagant like it wasn't in Revenge of the Sith. We already know the outcome. This is my problem with ripping the shit out of the Skywalker saga. We know what happens. We know Obi-Wan's right. not going to die. We know Leia is not going to die. You know what I mean? <laughs> because we've these are prequels these is happen. we know what the outcome it's is. a fixed timeline yes <laughs> like in doctor who right? obi-wan is not gonna die you know vader's not gonna die so it lacks tension you know what i mean that's the thing it's oh yeah it looks cool but there's no substance to it for me i'm just like sitting there going yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know and that was the big selling point for the show. Ooh, Vader's coming back. And I'm just like, okay, why? If he kills Jedi, that's cool. But, right. you know, him he can't fighting kill Obi-Wan. Obi- he can't right. fight Obi-Wan again. I and mean, if they do, we know it's going to happen. You know what I mean? Right. So there's no, it lacks suspense. It lacks tension. And that was my biggest takeaway from this new episode. And that's why I felt, I said, it, it was a little lackluster for me, you know? Because, um, yeah, Obi-Wan just basically ran away the whole time. Yes, he did drag him through the fire. And uh, Obi Wan miraculously didn't get burned. Maybe he was using the Force. I don't know, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, 
there were some name drops. Uh, the be- the biggest name drop for me was Quinlan Voss is still alive. Now Quinlan Voss is a Jedi. Let me grab my image. I had I yeah, because I don't know who one. Quinlan Voss is. Yes, I will grab some images. Um, Quinlan Voss is a Jedi. Um, he's appeared. He actually appeared in Episode One um, as a background character. Um, was he? He's a, what, he, was that the was that the like the first time he was ever referenced yeah, he, mentioned? Or? Well, they and when they did the Clone Wars, they decided to base this character. I, no, he came out before the Clone Wars. So That's when they started doing comic books, they based him off of that guy in this background character in episode one okay um, so he existed in episode one but didn't have any character didn't have any name he was just no, there he was just there and in the, the, the books and then the extended universe fleshed him out yeah so gotcha. they created okay. this jedi named him quinlan voss um he's a tracker he can like hold he can touch objects inanimate objects and uh basically psychic abilities he can pull memories from whoever touched it last you know, and he's like a like a badass Jedi who's kind of like Anakin. He doesn't follow the rules. He's very reckless. He's kind of a you know kind of just rushes into battle, um, and he's appeared on the Clone Wars. Uh, you know, with Obi, there was an episode with Obi Wan where they're actually um, they fight Cad Bane. They face off against Cad Bane in that episode. Um, and throughout the years, he's he's appeared in comic books. Again, like you said, he's been in on the on the Clone Wars show. And he's kind of became a fan favorite for like hardcore, you know, Star Wars fans. Um, now, in the Native American community, natives have kind of claimed him because he's kind of sort of native, native, indigenous adjacent. And I've had this discussion on like with other native nerds, like, is Quinlan Voss native? And people like natives are like, kind of, we they kind of claim him like um, Chipotle or whatever that guy was on Star Trek. <laughs> Okay, that's what I'm, I'm trying to make sure y'all not doing what we do, you know, like uh, Panthro on Thundercats. We just claim him, you know, just out of, I'm trying to make sure you're not doing it. Yeah, I mean, th- that's the thing. I think it's a lot of it is wishful thinking, um, you know, that natives are just want, want, want to feel represented. And I guess when you even Google Native American Jedi, he pops up. I guess the reason why they claim him so much because he is a tracker. <laughs> Right, I mean, because that's kind of like the the trope you see in that's, movies. That's so, yeah. that's the stereotype for native. We're always tracking. We're always, you know, we can smell really good, you know, <laughs> like Billy from Predator. He's or or Spirit from GI Joe. That was his. He was the tracker. <laughs> um. So yeah, they name drop him in this new episode. Now apparently he's still alive. He's still going around the galaxy finding force sensitive children and getting them to safety. That's. They, they that's what they named them on the show um and let's see can i skip through some of these let's see um so yeah there, here's another image of him from the comic books he looked again he he kind of looks like, like he looks like a badass right there yeah yeah he kind of he's got the you know the war paint on he he can uh, yeah he, he's got like these tattoos these like tribal tattoos can kind of pass for native or maybe even arabic um, so I always wondered, is he is he native? And natives kind of say, yeah. He, they, they, like I said, they claim him. This is oh yeah, this is a comic. I actually read this comic back in the day. This is he's Ala Secura's master. So Ala Secura is the hot Twi'lek Jedi, blue Jedi chick from 
She was in the uh, movies. Yeah, I can't remember which one. She got shot. She got shot. She got, in, she in got shot. Three. Yeah, she got shot yeah. in the Order sixty six. But yeah, she that she was his Padawan, and he was her master. Um, there's this. I actually have his figure. So there he is in Episode One. He's just kind of chilling out on Tatooine in one of the background scenes. Um, and I actually have this figure. I could not find him. I'm hope I'm hoping he didn't get flooded. My basement flooded some years ago, and a bunch of my shit got fucking you know ruined but um but yeah i actually own this figure <laughs> uh so yeah and of course fans this is fan casting they're like oh if they ever you know make a you know live action version of him jason momoa should play him. that's just well, the thing is like i said he came out in the 90s so if you were getting jason momoa from the 90s when he was like in his baywatch hawaii era i can see it yeah now no you can, you can get another guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, I guess here's the thing. O'Shea Jackson Jr., Ice Cube's son. Hold up, hold up, hold up. I got you. Hold up, hold up. Hold up. I, t- you I told you I was going to do it. I, okay. I told you I was going to do it. Let me see. <laughs> where, where, where are we? Uh, Right here. Boom. Okay. For people who don't know. Okay. So we got OJ, O'Shea Jackson. Now, for those that don't know, the un- uninitiated, there are two o- O'Shea Jacksons in this picture. That's Ice Cube's real name, O'Shea Jackson. So on the left is O'Shea Jackson Jr. Or the right, whichever one you want to go. So that's the son who played him in uh, Straight Outta Compton. Yeah, Yeah, that's Ice Cube's son. Now, Mm -hmm. O'Shea Jackson Jr., Ice Cube's son, is on the IMDb page for Obi-Wan. He is supposed to be in the show, but it doesn't say who he's playing. Hmm. Um, So people are starting to theorize is he going to be Quinlan Voss? Mm. Um, yeah. Um, Here's the thing, Eli. Before <laughs> before you broke this down to me, I would have been like, okay, Ice Cube, Ice Cube Jr.? Okay, cool. Put him in there. But when, since you broke it down to me like that, mm, maybe you shouldn't do that. Especially if they slap like a J- Jason Momoa wig on him. Like, no, man, don't do that. Don't do that. Oh, you sure. Know, so, I don't know. Um, yeah. Um, and that's the thing. I. I have two theories. One of it, you know, of course, you know, because like here, this is how he looks. You know, like I said, he he's he's definitely some sort of brown skinned guy. You know, mm-hmm. could he be? I mean, in in the car in the on the show on the cartoon, he's voiced by a Mexican guy, Al Rodrigo, I think his name is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I couldn't find the actor who portrayed him in. Phantom Menace because he's just a background character. I don't he even know. Probably he's was got a stunt him. guy. Or something like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. He's uncredited. Um, but yeah, I mean, the part of me, the native side of me, oh yeah, this is us losing representation again. Another side of me is I, like, I feel bad because we taking it from you. <laughs> well, no, this is my thing. Another side of yeah. me is like, what the fuck? It's like, mm-hmm. you know, you ever see Ghost Dog when they're like Indians, black folks, same thing. Like, <laughs> you know, that even right. makes me kind of matter. Like, oh, BIPOC. Just, as long yeah, as he's BIPOC. Oh, yeah. like, as long as he ain't white, it's cool. Right. right. <laughs> you know, and just like, let's, let's, like, let's overlook di- like true diversity at all. It's just, oh, he ain't white. Just throw a black guy. You know, so yeah. that, that kind of irks me more than, <laughs> than, than, than a, a native role, you know. Because here's you know, what's going to happen, Eli. This, I'm, I'm about to piss you off a little bit more either. Also, okay, so let's say Ice Cube Jr. is in this show and we see him as a Jedi. We're going to claim him. We got him. He's done. Oh, yeah. He's ours. Like Nick Fury, he ain't going back white. He's ours. Yeah. 
And here's my other kicker, which will piss me off even more. <laughs> Vader is in the show. Mm-hmm. Vader and the Inquisitors are hunting down and killing Jedi. If they bring back Quinlan Voss just for him to die. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, hell. Oh, damn. That's, damn. Why well, are you then, doing yeah, it to yourself? Yeah, y'all yourself? can have him. Why are you man? doing it to yourself? <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, come on. You're going to bring back a fan favorite now, character. Eli, if they, okay, if they did that and made him a black guy and then kill him off, then we going to get pissed off. <laughs> and you're going to be like. Yeah, y'all can have him. Yep, yep. Dodge hey, that bullet. <laughs> So one one of us is going to be pissed off in, in the next few weeks. I don't know who. If whoever's watching this show, one of us will rant. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So that that's my thing. Who knows? This could be bullshit. You know, there are fan theories. That, like I said, th- theories are going around that, what's his name? Kumail Nunjiani. Is that how you say his name? Because he's on the yeah. show, too. He's on the okay. show. Um, people are theorizing that he is secretly Quinlan Voss, but I call mm. bullshit because Obi-Wan and Quinlan Voss work together. So, you know, and they have actually, in, like, that guy, that Kumiel has interacted with Obi-Wan on the show, mm-hmm. and they didn't like, hey, you're Quinlan Voss. No, that didn't happen. So, I don't think it's him. You know? Okay. So, so yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm just bringing that up just to, it's this is a, it's a touchy situation, but, you know, oh well. Yes, he, like, 616 men said, He's racially ambiguous, so we he's never been officially confirmed if he's native or right. not or an but indigenous person. But if you put person. an actor to him, yeah. that's it, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that he's this racially ambiguous character. We're not, there's not, we haven't confirmed if he's indigenous or not. You know, if he's not, then yeah, then natives are back to being fucking Ewoks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, so yeah, so. or Boba Fett. Yeah, we can claim Boba Fett. Natives have yeah, I mean, I, honestly, I think he went out of his way. That Boba Fett went out of his way to put like native representation in the show. So yeah, so so, so yeah, that, I just wanted to get that out there. You know, who knows? I could be bitching in, to the wind, and this could all not any of it. You know, Quinlan Vos should not could not even show up at all. So <laughs> so we're only three episodes in. <laughs> but uh, I, I feel like all your worst fears will be confirmed, Eli, <laughs> or mine. I don't know. One of the <laughs> one of us is going to be pissed. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's let's move on to the next part. Okay. We're we're still on you, Eli. It's still it's still you. Okay. Because I know okay. you, yeah. Because I know you want to talk about this. Pray now. Here's the thing. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I didn't want to pull up the trailer because I'm not even sure if it's out yet. And every yeah, time I don't know if it's, it was somewhere, leaked. They yeah, were snatching them down. They were snatching yeah. down. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, pray they leaked a leaked trailer, full trailer of pray leaked. Uh, over the weekend, um, which is the new Predator movie. Um, the new Predator movie is called Prey. It takes place 300 years ago where the Predator has to fight a native woman um, against the Comanche tribe. She's from the Comanche tribe, and I guess she faces off with the, with the Predator. Now, um, did, they, did you know this information last week, or are you just getting this now? No, I, I've read the synopsis for the for, oh, okay. for, the, for the movie for a while now, so I've known this. Um, uh, it is non-natives writing it, non-natives directing it. Um, we do have actual Native American actors in the in the movie. Um, I am cautiously, you know, optimistic. I just want to see a a cool predator movie. 
you know, I'm not expecting the best representation because it is being made by non-natives. So that part of me, I'm just leaving my brain at the door as far as represent accurate representation. I just want to see a cool Predator movie. And I support the native actors who finally got a fucking job, you know? Right. So, um, yeah, uh, support the native actors who are getting in, getting some work. And I just wanted to see a cool flick. It did show some more. It does. It doesn't look that bad. I'm like, I'm kind of getting excited for it, you know, because I'm leaving my brain. At, if I start, if I start to think about all the problematic things that are going on, then yes, I'm going to be like, fuck that. But since I'm like uh, suspending belief, <laughs> it doesn't look that bad. Um, but one thing I will say, <laughs> if the predators teach the natives how to hunt, or or how or and hey, this is called a bow and arrow, or a if they teach them some shit, <laughs> oh, this is called scalping or something. If that shit happens, like fuck this movie's whole life. <laughs> you know, I don't want natives learning any any of their knowledge from aliens because I'm sick of that shit. I'm sick of that ancient alien shit where you know, oh, native just because indigenous people all over the world knew the world was circle yeah or in egypt <laughs> Round, uh, aliens yeah, yeah. taught them how to build yeah. pyramids and stuff yeah the mayans are from mars you know because they yeah. built pyramids. no way non-europeans are smart enough to do this yeah. on their own it's gotta yeah. be aliens yeah, just because natives knew the world was round a thousand years before Europeans doesn't mean they came from space. Right. <laughs> and I'm sick of that shit. So <laughs> what do you say? I remember a predator fan film that did similar concept with predators. Yeah, and in the com in the Dark Horse comics, there is a native soldier named Enoch Nakai. He's really cool. He hunt he fought against the Predator. And he was a recurring character throughout the Dark Horse comics series. I was really hoping because Marvel is now with is now uh you know they they have the rights to the predator comics and i was hoping they bring him back because he's kind of a cool character um, of course we have billy the indian from the predator the first predator movie so natives fighting against predators isn't uh you know uh far-fetched you know but and, i hear people always pitching. struck me as like he knew what the predator was i don't know it, it felt weird in that movie yeah, he, like he nobody could, else knew what was going on except him. Yeah, he could smell it or whatever. He he knew he <laughs> he could sense because he's native and he's the tracker and you know. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, Dark Horse Predator comics were great. Um, and yeah, like I hear I see people bitching. Oh, this little this little girl is gonna take on a predator. How when Arnold Schwarzenegger and all these big guys with their big muscles and big guns couldn't uh, destroy a predator? I was like. Arnold Schwarzenegger took out a predator by carving out bows and arrows and spears and booby traps from the bushes. That's how he beat the predator. It wasn't the big muscles or the guns. It was his brains. He outthought. He strategically beat the predator. <laughs> That's the point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Billy the Indian Predator. Yeah, Billy, Billy Bear. He played Billy Bear in 48 Hours, too, that guy. I think he's Billy the Indian in every movie he's <laughs> But I think he died pretty quickly at like the first uh, scene in 48 Hours. In 48 Hours? No, he goes to the end. Billy Bear? Oh, he was? Okay, okay. Yeah, Must be somebody else. Yeah, he, I think Nick Nolte shoots him but in, at the end, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, 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 I saw the trailer. It, it doesn't look that bad. I'm like cautiously optimistic. Um. And yeah, I, like I said, I just want to see a cool Predator movie because most of them suck, you know. So, yeah. Cool. All right. 
think we got it up one. Okay, we can move on to the next one. Okay, now it's back on me. I'm ready. I've been waiting to talk about this all week. Okay, <laughs> so this is the video game section. Normally, the video game section sucks, and I have nothing to talk about. And I just kind of just make up shit on the fly, but I'm excited to talk about this one. So, Eli, don't get up and, and take a piss break like, like you normally do during the video game, video game section. Or just stick around. You you might well, you probably still game I play. I, I'll, I'll hear I'll hear you out. <laughs> okay, okay. Like I said, okay. So like I said, the state of play came out this weekend, uh, and Sony had their big thing they had going on, and one of the big things they announced was Street Fighter Six. Now Street Fighter Six was announced a few months ago, but we didn't get any details about it. We just saw just right you just sitting there with you know oiled up pecs and stuff like that, and <laughs> we didn't. Yeah, it was a cutscene, but now they gave us information. They gave us you know what the game is about the game is going to have different modes on it. it might even have like it's going to be having like an open world mode on it you can make a character you know you can go around worlds and finding other characters build your character create them and fight other characters i think it might even have like a single player mode where you gotta like protect the city i think it's kind of vague on what you can do uh some new characters back in there I'm trying to see if i can show you uh ryu and well ryu ryu and chun lee are back let's see there you go. That's Chun Li. Look at me. See, looking, you know, different. That's the thing about this game. I think what they're saying is that this is the uh the latest game because like Street Fighter kind of like jumps in between. <laughs> I didn't mean to put. I didn't mean. I, I clicked the wrong thing. I clicked the wrong thing. <laughs> I didn't mean to. I meant to click this. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. But uh, that's the thing. So that's what it looks like. Uh, they're using the Resident Evil engine, so it's pretty much gonna look like the Resident Evil's characters. You know. Um. Game mechanics, every game mechanic in the old games are going to be in this one. You're going to be able to pair, you're going to be able to focus tag, you're going to be able to focus tag, dash cancel, all the stuff is in there. That's the hardcore stuff. But here's the thing for those that don't know what frame data and frame traps and cross ups and OTG and all the stuff like that, they have an easy mode with the buttons on there. So, Eli, on this one, you can throw a fireball with one button triangle. Oh, that's nice. Press triangle, fireball. Press back triangle, hurricane kick, forward triangle, dragon punch. Yeah, you were Simple. able to do that shit on Tekken. Like some of those yes. combos. Yeah, you were able yes. to do that shit. Yeah. So it's like that on this also. Now they still got the, the stuff for me. You know, if I want to go back to the old school, you know, uh, like I said, I, I got I play on a fight stick. I carry this with me every time. That's what I get down <laughs> on. So if I want to do my stuff on that, I can still do that while everybody else can. I want to press one button. And that way you understand when you understand you get to that level. Throwing that shit all the time don't work, but we'll get to that level when we get there. So basically, you're having fun until you get online and you fight somebody like me. That's all. So, yeah. Uh, Which I never but, do. See, I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> right. Then you're going to find me and choke me and shit like that. You know? <laughs> it's like, fuck that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't got the time for that shit. Yeah, I'm a one button. Like one button. <laughs> right. Okay. I, and me, I have five hours to learn this one character yeah. <laughs> and 40 you can, more to go. You know, yeah, so, you can uh, sit your ass on the whole fucking side of the one screen and do that one move that I can't block the whole time <laughs> and kill me in three shots. <laughs> right. You assholes. <laughs> so they're bringing the fun back to it, but at the same time, they're bringing the street fighting back into street fighting because you're in a street fighting. So that's pretty cool. That's an interesting concept. But they haven't released all the characters yet, but there have been some leaks coming on. This is the most interesting thing I found out so far. Uh, one of the leaks of the characters, notice you see Chun-Li, you see Ryu. Where's Ken? Well, here's Ken. Ken looks a little bit different on this game. Is that Jared, Jared Leto? <laughs> <laughs> looks like him, kind of. <laughs> 
uh, Ken has been through some things. He doesn't look as, you know, he's not as, you know, youthful or virile as he used to be. You know, he looks like a slub. And there's a reason for that. The reason and the reason I'm hearing it's all leaks. We don't know for sure. But apparently Ken uh, has been street fighting for so long that he hasn't been taking care of home. So his wife divorced him and took the kids. So he's like went through a depression and like some. And so now that's why he looks all old and slubby shit like that, because he's going through depression because, you know, he, he can't be with his kids. So now if you beat him in the game, like some of the win quotes would be like, oh, you old, you washed up, you need to retire, stuff like that. You know, things like that. And on top of that, uh, they're saying like fighting game wise, he won't have like, you know, how he has the flames on his dragon punches and his flames on all his moves. Mm-hmm. He won't have that in this game because he doesn't have the fire inside of him anymore. Oh. I mean, that's fucking depressing, man. You know, but they're saying that's saying, that's he got beer or something. Yeah, just throw a beer bottle at you, some shit. Yeah. And they might do that. I don't know. You know? Uh, no, Gio Ward. I mean, they already got enough God of War on there. They pretty much told everything. Honestly, I don't need them to tell me anything else about God of War. I'm I'm sold. I'm sold on that. Uh, we might get Violent Ken back. No, we're going to get Depressed Ken back. That's what we're going to get. Now, are we <laughs> going to get, like, the... Was it Street Fighter Five, the last game? Mm-hmm. How, you had to, like, earn all the character, like... I didn't unlock they, all the characters. They the haven't announced game. that, but but Street Fighter Four did it too. We got to unlock yeah. all the characters, stuff like that. So I'm pretty sure this is like every fighting game ever made nowadays. The way they're being made now, it's all DLC. So you either unlock yeah. them or you pay for them. One of the, you're not going to get all the characters. That's just how it is. So everybody complaining. I'm gonna wait till Ultra uh, Medium Extra Large Street Fighter Five XL. Yeah, wait on that. That's cool because there will be more characters coming. Yeah. But I just want to talk about Ken because I was like, well, that's fucked up what they're doing to Ken. But at the same time, kind of interesting, you know. Uh, hope they bring back some of the older characters or like that. And, I, and they made a list of some other people also, but I'm not going to show that list because they just like they snatching down that prey shit. They snatching down Street Fighter leak photos also. Blanca. So uh, <laughs> new controls and redesign. Yeah, like I said, you can throw a fireball with triangle. You don't have to learn quarter circle motion. So it's simple for everybody. It's a four button layout now. You got light tech, medium tech, hard tech, special tech. That's it. So it's easier for people to just jump in and just have fun to play it. You know, um, let me see. I think it was something else. Oh, yeah. Like I said, with all this stuff going on with Ken, he should have listened to Gal. Go home, be a family man. <laughs> Didn't listen. So, yeah. All right. So uh, I think we passed it. What did we got here? Oh, yeah. That was the last thing. I okay. Also, state of play. Spider-Man is coming to PC. Now, why should I be excited for a game that came out in 2018 that I've beaten five times that's coming on a uh, uh, PC? Because I just am. I'm going to buy it again. Is it going to be full price? I don't care. Buying it again. And they say Miles Morales will come, like, I think two months after that version. So, yeah. Because I only beat Miles Morales once. That's that's not enough. I haven't even played Miles Morales yet. Oh, it's better than the other one. Is it? Well, yeah, the first, was, like, yeah, I, I, the, the other one took me like six months to beat because I just, you know, like I said, I don't. Well, the Miles Morales one is 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 shorter. It's like basically like DLC. It's like a shorter okay. thing, but he's more fun to play as as Peter because Peter is too too refined, too professional. You know, he his moves like like Miles are like wilder. You know, plus he can go invisible and he got like that stinging venom punch like that. So he's mm-hmm. more fun to play as a character. I I thought he was, you know, okay. even though his story was overall shorter. Uh, PC the master race. Yes, we are the master race. Six one six. 
All right, that's all I got for that. We can move on past that. Now we actually talk about the next part of comic books. Like I said, this is comic book bullies. We talk about the comic books. And Eli, I'm going to let you jump in first and see what you got. And yes, I did find my password, so I am going to review that shitty book I didn't want to review. So, yeah. Okie dokie. Well, I guess the first book I'll do is Ghost Rider number three. Okay. This new uh, Benjamin Percy uh, book run going on right now. I like that cover. I think it's pretty cool. Pretty awesome. Max- Look like uh, what? What remind me of that? Uh, Max what's Mom the Stephen King movie? Yeah, Max, Max Overdrive. Overdrive. That's what it was. With Green Goblin on the hood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, so in this run, Johnny Blaze woke up in a weird, in a small town. He's got a wife and kids, living the peaceful life. But he f- quickly realized that it was some sort of spell he was under. The demons from hell have been escaping, and you know, are after him, and you know, created this sort of, you know this trance that he was in. Um, and of course he, uh, he broke out of it and he's been fighting the demons and this issue. He's kind of just, this is kind of a lull issue for me. He's just kind of hitchhiking, you know, across the country. He's on this like haunted stretch of highway or something called the red road or something because of all the roadkill and murders and, he ends up like hitchhiking and he ends up getting like, I think he's like gets picked up by a serial killer. We don't really know about it. And then they happen upon a car wreck where a semi like collided with a family car and killed everybody. And then ghost Johnny blaze. Um, like ghost, like ends up, there's like a ghost demon ghost rider or a ghost trucker. And Johnny Blaze ends up jumping in the semi, the 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 wreck semi, and turns that into like a ghost uh, trucker. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like about they're like playing chicken with each other, the two the two uh, trucks. But then we don't get to see what happens. And then there's a subplot where the the FBI has hired this like goth chick with like weird powers, and they're hunting Johnny Blaze, and that, that's kind of going on. So I, yeah, it was it was a little bit not much happened like there was all this shit going on but not much happened and not nothing really paid off or anything i don't know i don't know if he's setting up for a diff for another you know for more issues but this kind of like it was like really wordy and he was just like in deep thought the whole time and um yeah i i just wasn't feeling it i'm just gonna give it a three out of five you know because i've been digging it so far this one just kind of felt a little little low you know what I mean? So, yeah, three out of five. Hmm, okay. Uh, not excited as well, but but you still recommend the Ghost Rider run before this one, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it was cool. Like until like like I said, is this? It's just like all the shit was going on, but nothing really paid off. Like I don't you don't really know who this killer was or what he did. He's some weirdo, you know. And then that doesn't go anywhere. And then he has he he jumps into this truck. And it gets all flame. He's like rolling down the highway towards the other truck. And they don't even really get to see that outcome, what happens then. And then you're cutting back and forth between um, the FBI and the goth, the goth FBI agent. You know, get a little bit of her backstory. So it's just sort of a bunch of X. Ex- this is a big exposition dump that we're like, nothing, not much happened. You know what I mean? You know, especially after that cool cover. Like, oh, cool. Right. Nice demon truck. <laughs> and then you don't really get to see get to see what happened you know what i mean so mm, okay all right so i think 
yeah, we're gonna do this. We're gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna review two books on in this part right here, but it's gonna be real quick. Uh, it's gonna be two Black Panther books. I'm trying to see if okay. I can find that one. Let me find it. Let's see. Did I click that one? Now the book we're doing to do, and I, I, my bad, Eli. When I sent you that book, that was an old book. I, I just haven't <laughs> read it, so I thought it was new. <laughs> uh, it was but new yeah, to you. It was new to me. I didn't read it, but I was reading. It, I was like, wait. Didn't this shit already happen? <laughs> but anyway, uh, reviewing Black Panther number six. But before we review Black Panther number six, we're also going to review uh, an Avengers book that also starred Black Panther. And I'm going to see if I can get to that one real quick. The name of that book was basically Avengers Forever number six, which I have not been reading. I do not know what's going on. I think it has something to do with uh, with the multiverse or something like a multiverse Avengers. I'm going to just briefly, briefly, briefly talk about this book. All you need to know about this book is that it sucked. That's the thing about <laughs> it. Yeah. It, it's basically, is exactly what you think about it. It's it's T'Challa if he was Iron Man, but they set him up like Superman. And he's got to fight Killmonger who's going through the multiverse killing T- T'Challa's. It's a really stupid story. I'm pretty sure he will show oh, up later on. Oh, in- that's the new one. I saw that. Yeah. I thought about getting that, but I'm- I didn't. <laughs> I bought it so you didn't have to. <laughs> so yeah, anybody read it, don't read it. But I'm pretty sure that guy was show. I matter of fact, I think he dies at the end of this book and becomes somebody else, and he turns into a a god or something. I don't know what whatever. But anyway, the Iron Man, Iron Black Panther thing is done. You know, uh, multiverse is saying it. Yeah, and that's pretty much what the Avengers Forever book is. Just a bunch of multiverse bullshit. You know. So, but it's going to come into uh, fruition in Jason Aaron's regular Avengers run. So if you see iron black panther there you go you know uh meanwhile let's talk about black panther number six let's just jump into it yeah, that's a book i really want to talk about and people are up and down about this book also so i think we need to address some controversies that happen so yeah uh for those last off basically the whole book is t'challa versus wakanda the war dogs have been sent after him to take him out so that's what's going on with him right now so they're like kill t'challa and he does what he does he has no black panther suit because he had to turn the black panther suit into the government so he's just him. He's just out there, you know, but still whooping ass because he's T'Challa. Beating that ass, he's like, you're going to send like six dudes after me? You think that's it? He's like, we didn't send six dudes after you. We're a distraction. Them the guys you need to worry about. And it's like a whole army, like fucking Braveheart of war yeah. dogs coming after him. And he's just like, oh, shit. He actually says, oh, shit. You know, uh, some people say that T'Challa's kind of written out of character in these books, but I don't care. Yeah, so he's like, I'm not even gonna fight these guys. I, I know I'm to child, I know I'm a bad motherfucker, but I'm not that bad. So he takes off running, he just runs. You know, they chase after him. Why they don't shoot him, I don't know. Oh, they do shoot him. Yeah, you got shot right there. Uh, but then he hides in a tree, try to get him off of him, and then he grabs one of them, uh, takes his gun, you know, unhooks him, knocks him down, just kind of get the other guys off of him, you know, and he takes off running and he, he takes off running again. Why they don't chase him, I don't know. Uh, and then they're like, Where, where's the child? Oh, he took off running. They were like, well, go get him. <laughs> Shit. And he was like, and get him by any means necessary. You know, they said. So basically the head of the war dog, uh, Achille, or what his name is, Achille, something like that. It, he's in charge. Of, he was like, look, I know how the child thinks. Everything he does, I'm already a step ahead of him. So no matter what he does, I got him. And plus, he didn't even have his Black Panther suit. So he didn't even have the event, normal advantage he would normally have. You know, uh, moving on past that. We got Shuri and Omalala. I'm maybe screwing her name up, but anyway, they're tracking T'Challa. They they helped T'Challa escape from from the Wakandan cell anyway. And but the thing is, they shut off all communication, so she don't know how to get in contact with T'Challa. She like that's okay. 
I got I, I I can't get in contact with people in Wakanda, but I can contact people outside of Wakanda. So I'm gonna get somebody to go help him. And meanwhile, even though communication is out, I can still track him. Like how can you track him? Oh, I put a tracker in him. Like, does he know? No. Well, how do you put a tracker in the most paranoid man on the planet? He likes my cooking. <laughs> so I slip some in his food. So there you go. So that's what's going on with them. So they're calling him back up to help out the child and they know where he's at right now. So he's still on the run from the war dogs, but the war dogs shaking him down and he realized that they corner him. It's a wrap. And they're actually coming to kill him. He actually says, if you kill me, uh, the gods will strike lightning down on you because you're not supposed to attack your king. He was like, you're not my, you know what? They don't say that I'm my king, but they're just like, I don't believe anything you just saying. So when he says that, they get ready to put a uh, shot at him. They're like, I don't believe that. And they get struck by lightning. By who? By Storm. Oh, here we go. By Storm, his ex-wife. She's there, you know. So she takes out the, the war dogs like that nothing. They're, they're nothing to her. So the whole army, they're out of there, you know. Uh, blast them, and then she sees the child up there by herself. He tries to thank her, and she shocked the shit out of him. Why she shocked the shit out of him? Because she found out that he put a sleeper agent on uh, on Mars to live with her. So that mutant that was there, who was really reconnaissance, was really working for the child the whole time, reporting back to him. So you're like, so you lied to me, your ex-wife, the whole time. And she just keeps shocking the shit out of him. Like, he don't even try to fight. He like, uh, like calm down but she realized she didn't know he was already hurt she was like if he was already that hurt I wouldn't hurt you like that but still I'm gonna hurt your ass more anyway <laughs> and she's like you better start talking tell me why you put a sleeper agent you know in my kingdom otherwise I'm gonna shock your ass some more you know so we got some more political intrigue going on right there and that's cool okay oh yeah that's actually pretty important because they whole talking about that whole Krakoan Wakanda deal right now they were like, this is why this is a situ- sticky situation. If Storm is here and he's communicating with the mutants and the mutants uh, uh, attack Wakanda, that's war because we already on bad blood with the mutants already anyway. You know, so that's the thing. So, oh, people want David Ridley fired just for the, the J- John Ridley or David Ridley, whatever his name John, is. John. John Ridley. They want him fired. They want him gone. <clears throat> just because this panel alone right here, because Storm says, okie dokie. You've never heard Storm say okie dokie, but she's saying okie dokie right there. So like, uh uh-uh, he got to go. He got to go out of here. Anyway, she's cauterizing his wounds because, you know, he got shot by the (laughs) war dog. I mean, I guess it's it's kind of a corny line, but I mean. But it's it's Storm. You don't see Storm saying okie dokie, but whatever. Any writer can do whatever they want to, you know. Um, You know, and then another out of character thing is that she calling T'Challa a lying piece of shit, which she would never do that also. But she's doing it here because. He is. You know, that's what he's been doing the whole time. And she basically saying, like, you know, why did you put a sleeper agent in my kingdom? He was like, I had to do it. Uh, that, that's what that's what I do. Uh, besides, the, the way uh, the mutants and the Wakandas are on bad terms, he would have did it anyway. He like, And Storm is like, the reason the mutants and Wakandas are on bad terms is because of you. You destroyed the gate to Wakanda. You're the ones that banned uh, mutants from Wakanda. You're like, eh, yeah, I did, but Shit, you stole from me. You you broke into Wakanda and stole some shit from me. You know, we're like, well, that's different. I had to save the multiverse. You just being a lying piece of shit, you know. Uh, and plus, why'd you, uh, you know, get rid of our marriage like it was nothing? He was like, man, you, you was on the side. So now we're really getting into it. Why did they get divorced? I mean, they kind of, they I don't think they ever really like got into it why it happened. 
and basically just saying, look, uh, since you was with the Avengers, since you was the X-Men, now with the Avengers, I realized we were on two different paths. You would go in a different direction than us. So I made it easier for you, you know, to go to carry, to walk your own path. And she's basically like, bullshit. <laughs> you know, e- everything the child says right here sounds like bullshit. She's like, no, this is bullshit. You just didn't want to be in a relationship yourself because you think being a king is more important than being a husband. She's like, well, yeah, I do. I'm the king of Wakanda first, husband second. I'm always with Wakanda over you. And and so I'm just asking, like, did there anything, I mean, have you ever been compromised in your heart, ever doing this lying shit that you always do and always pushing people away? Like, she's like, only once. And that was when my friend uh, Jada, the whole reason this whole book is started because his best friend was assassinated. And he basically tell, and he basically says it. I may say by accident, he's like, that's the only person I ever cared for. And she's like, wait, what? Oh my bad. I, I mean, I didn't mean just him. <laughs> I mean you too. But yeah. So basically, he's saying like that. Basically, what he's saying in this book, he never really loved Storm like that. That's what he's saying. You know, if he did, he wouldn't have done the shit he did. You know. So that's what's going on right now. But anyway, he's saying so. Shuri and Omala is here, and it's basically like, okay, good, you're here. Um, and and T'Challa is like, appreciate you uh, bringing backup. It's like, oh, Storm's not my backup. Storm is only here because of that bullshit you did. She was actually coming here on her own to come get you. You just happened to be in trouble. She's like, okay, well, who's your backup? Our backup is over here. And it is the Dora Milaje and Okoye. So for those who know in the comics now, the Dora Milaje actually don't work for Wakanda at all or the Black Panther because Wakanda is a democracy. So they don't need them anymore. So they actually set up their own nation, I think, where, where M'Baku used to live. So they're just so they're just here as a favor. They're not here for king or honor or na- nationalism and shit like that. They're just here as a favor. So yeah, but that's going on right now. So yeah, um, I like it. It's cool, you know. I it's not my favorite book of the week or anything like that. It's none of these Black Panther books are my favorite book of the week. It's just cool, but it's not trash or some shit I just put down. It's just cool i want to like it more than what i did i don't know well this one was this one was definitely yeah it was it was the it was the break i mean i've been digging this book so far but this one i felt like they took the break to explain a bunch of shit that i really didn't go give a shit about i don't give a shit about their divorce (laughs) yeah and plus they explained the thing a long time ago anyway multiverse of cosplay yeah you know, uh, and, and this, back to pissing pissing people off. I remember when Storm and the Forge hooked. That that's that's back in the, that's back in the day. That's old school. Yeah, and it was a thing. But, they was about to get married and everything. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? I don't give a fuck about that either. <laughs> and that so, was like hot yeah. and heavy. That was before Black Panther. So yeah. Oh yeah, she oh, like man. fucking went went and like went to the spirit world for him. That was like some swamp thing shit. <laughs> right like they love trans you know yeah yeah <laughs> but but yeah i thought yeah it, it's been cool i just felt this was the this another lull for me it was a lull yeah. a lull I mean, a lull week this is my thing about it it's not a book i look forward to like you know when you get a good when we review some good comment i'm like oh man i'm ready for this book to come out i'm ready for this book to come out yeah. this isn't one of those books i'm ready for to come out it's just like it's it's there i read yeah. it yeah. you know but i don't know for Black Panther, I expect to do. Oh man, I gotta read this. I'm waiting for it. You know, it's it's okay. Yeah, so I don't know. Oh, <laughs> uh, Storm beat the shit out of Forge back in the '80s. 
Well, yeah, she shit like everybody. That's that's course, what she does. Man. And it's yeah. gorge. What the fuck can he do? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With his crippled ass. <laughs> he built his own leg, man. I just got canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, after the gay whopper, man, we we've been canceled a long time ago. So yeah, now, I know Gomez gonna give us a phone call anyway. So yeah, hey, I like uh, that whopper. It's so, <laughs> it was probably on there. Don't they have like food news on their show? Yeah, I'm food gonna... news. We got it now. Whopper, ten percent gayer. You know some shit like that. They're probably gonna do that. So yeah. Uh, what, what what you got next? Uh, what do I have next? I think Alien. Am I doing wrapping up Alien? Okay. Yeah, so Alien number 12, this yeah, wraps don't, up. Don't get too deep into Alien because it's something I want to do, and I know you want to do it too. Okay. Okay. Uh, do I? You do. I already know you want to do it. Do I? Okay. Yeah. You want to do it. Hold do? On. Okay. Let me wait if I can find it. Yeah, okay. So uh, re- remove remove for a second. Okay, for a second. Okay. Okay. So you see the, the, the poster. I mean, the, the cover. Yeah. What does it remind you of? It's the face huggers. Oh, I didn't see that. I, really? Yeah. No. That's the first thing that jumped out at me. You know what? There's a variant. Okay. See, <laughs> I, I, yeah, this is, you know what I wanted to do? <laughs> Which, what is that? X-Men. There, there's a variant cover um, where uh, that, that was a shout out to that old. Uh, um, the Beatles? No, the, the X-Men cover where Wolverine is uh, uh all brooded out and shit mm-hmm. you know where he's like neil you know um yeah what number what two something what what was it it's like one of the coolest covers I, i'm trying to find it so i can share it 234 here i'll i'll pull it up real quick um okay. yeah x-men 234 it's one of the coolest images i've ever i i've, I've always loved this uh image of of wolverine where he's all infected with the brood this one Okay. Yeah, I, I remember that cover. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. But there was an alien. There was a variant cover. Um, I wonder if I can find it. Number twelve, right? Variant. Um, what was it? it the, no, it's not that one. It's like the brood. Let me try to find brood. Uh, sorry, I off the. I can't find it now, but it looks like there's an, it's an alien in that same position. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's a reference to that cover of Wolverine. Anyways, I can't find it right now. And I don't so, even know. If so it's... a, 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 a cover reference to Wolverine cover, not Wolverine reference. Yeah. Cover. Yeah. It okay. was, it was like an alien in that position, like kneeling down like Wolverine in the same color scheme, you know, a total reference to that X-Men 234, which I thought was pretty cool. So that's what okay. I thought. <laughs> oh, that, that's what, like I said, with this picture, it reminded me of a uh, like I, said, I see that, that now. I do yeah. see that now. So, um, but yeah, so this is uh, Alien number twelve for Marvel. Marvel took over the Alien comics from Dark Horse, and the Queen is a Disney princess. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they had it that bad, that bad. I was a little weary. I was wondering if they were going to push the gore, and they seem to be, uh, you know delivering the goods so far um uh so this particular story arc is about a religious cult or a religious group that is living on this like forest planet you know 
and um, that gets infected with aliens. A ship lands full of aliens, and you know they start running rampant, killing and infesting the place. And there's a she's a female pastor, and she's leading, like literally leaving, leading her flock to uh, to to safety. And um, throughout the series, she's you know they're 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 trying to they're 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 crossing the planet into this other village of religious you know another sect, another part of the the group is in this other village, and they make it there. They they reach their last issue, but it turns out the pastor of that village was a synth. A synthetic, a, an android like Bishop, and it's been a whole. This whole planet has been set up by the government to, uh, you know, to lure people there, to lure religious nuts there, so they can colonize. So basically, colonize it with aliens. Um, and in this one, this yeah, the whole series. What I like about this, it really there's a like a religious sort of theology commentary going on, testing people's faith, the meaning of life you know, and um, all that stuff is going on. And this pastor, this female pastor, she's like got cancer or a terminal disease, you know, so she's always questioning life and why things happen and all that stuff. Um, and, uh, you know, what, why people pray that prayers are useless and why do people do it and all that stuff um, that, but, it, but in the end she figured out it, it does, it's a, it's a hope. It's about, it's wishful thinking. It's, and at that, that alone, that hope can give you strength to carry on, you know, which I found very interesting. Um, but basically what happens is, you know, the, the, the government, Weyland-Yutani shows up and they're basically there to, you know, collect the alien specimens. And they're like, why haven't all these people, why are these people still alive? You know, they should have been harvested and they're, they're talking to the synthetic, you know, it was his job to, you know, uh, infect the humans. But the, the, but it turns out her, the female pastor, she let loose all the aliens on the, on the soldiers that showed up. And then they end up taking their ship and um, escaping. So that's pretty much what happens. Uh, yeah, so this wraps up the story arc. I really dug on this one. Like I said, all the religious commentary, the, the theology, all the, you know, the philosophical undertones. I really, I really enjoyed it. So, yeah, this is a four out of five. And um, I'm still on this alien book. I didn't think I, I was a little skeptical at first about the marvel run of aliens and yeah you I'm, was kind of bashing it at first like yeah. on the first couple of issues but yeah. yeah i just you know it's it, it, it it's gory when it needs to be and um yeah it's not nude i thought disney was gonna neuter this shit and they really haven't so i'm i'm into it they haven't lost me yet so and this is 12 issues so i've been reading this for a year so <laughs> <laughs> hanging in there okay yeah all right so next book i'm gonna do is supposed to be like one of these big summer blockbusters coming up it's gonna be uh justice league road to dark crisis number one uh like i said the last issue we read just league died right? oh, we're yeah. supposed to be like super sad about it and everybody's super sad about it but i guess we could just talk about it see what's going on um and that's the interesting thing about this book like some people aren't even sad about it <laughs> it's like they died again? Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, well, let's just get into it. I'm not going to read the whole book, but I'm just going to give you, like, the, the main story that was in it right now. So, uh, basically going on, the book starts off with uh, Nightwing. Like I said, this is after the Just League died. You know, Nightwing is fighting Brick. Brick is a green arrow villain. And, yes, he was on CW Arrow, I think, like, season four or some shit like that. I can't remember. Uh, he's in Gotham because his Batman is dead. He feels like Gotham is not open for business for, for criminals. He's like, no, nah, it's still a whole bunch of 
bad people here just because Batman isn't here doesn't mean everybody else is here. And he's like, you lucky you got me and not like Cassandra Cain or some of the other guys, you know. Uh, before we get that, John just comes out and just, just smash him, just beats him with one hit, you know, just done, you know. You're like, well, what the hell were you? Why didn't you do it like 15 minutes ago? He's like, man, what are you doing, man? Don't you know Just Lee just died? You're like, and? Okay. Yeah, Superman died. He was like, yeah, but Superman, he was like trying to tell him, yeah, Superman died before. This is not a new thing. And John's like, yeah, that's what my mom told me. He was like, look, let me, let me tell you the story about what happened. He was like, okay. So, like I said, Superman died years ago. Batman pretended like he didn't care. Because Batman was like really, really cold around that time when Superman died. But he was like, uh, but he was really hurt. He just didn't want anybody to know he hurt. And then months later, Superman, like a year later, Superman came back anyway. And then, years later, Batman died. And I became Batman. And Superman hated me being Batman because he was like, I wasn't allowed to fill his shoes. I shouldn't take up his mantle to be Batman. You know, all this shit. And guess what? He came back like a year later. So it's like, what the fuck ever? It's like the Justice League dies all the time. So why should I care about this one time dying right here? He's like, yeah, but see, that's the thing. Uh, all the other superheroes are ha- holding a vigil right now. They need somebody to speak to them for the fallen. And they want you to speak. And he's been like, hell no. <laughs> I am not going to speak for the Justice League. Why? Because they're going to be back next week anyway. We did all this for nothing. He's like, well, what if they don't come back? I mean, have you had a situation where people don't come back? And then he started, and Dick starts thinking like, yeah. He started thinking about his parents and about Alfred. He's like, oh shit. Yeah, they didn't come back. So so he starts thinking about it. And he just like, and besides, what if like that army that just League stopped, what if they still come? He was like, well, that's true too. So Anyway, uh, he convinces him to go to the vigil and start talking. Meanwhile, uh, Kid Amazo shows up and wants to take over the world, some shit like that. And and John's just like, you did this on purpose, didn't you? He's like, I had a feeling that guy was going to show up. And I pretty uh, figured you need to whoop somebody's ass to get your mind off stuff. He's like, okay, let's do it. And they suit up. And the book, the, this issue, in well, this arc ends with, you know, super Superman, well, John and Nightwing, running but you got superman and batman like looking over them in support or whatever who who drew this J- dan jurgens oh okay yeah it, it's very 90s neil, neil adams y almost you know or even yeah mm, dan jurgens style is very neil adams e yeah it does feel like that and i'm not going to view the rest of this this book basically the same thing everybody's sad everybody's a team of oh what am i gonna do people you know stuff like that uh how jordan is in space he didn't even know the Just League is dead. <laughs> he comes back and, and finds Aquaman. He's like, yeah, right. <laughs> he's like, I was busy doing something. He's like, you know they dead, right? He's like, wait, what? So he's all sad. He's like, oh shit. So, so I guess how Jordan is left, and then uh, and the Legion of Doom, since the Just League is dead, they're forming again. And well, really, it's it's just a, a a preview. It's just a prelude. It's not even like the real story. It's just a. A the thing. road, the road, yeah. See, the next book is actually going to be Dark Crisis One. This was just, just a thing. Uh, what is it, Dan Jurgens? Yeah, like Jan, Dan Jurgens drew the original Death of Superman story, so and wrote it also. So yeah, uh, Marvel it could be a cool idea for Ray R Comics. Yeah, it's uh, well, they already yeah. did Marvel Max, but yeah, uh, that's X Men versus Brew. Like I said, they've done that. Yeah, <laughs> but they do need to do that, and I think, I think they're planning that, aren't they? Aliens versus somebody? Sure. I mean, they could. You know, we'll no, see. But I, aliens... I thought it was in the works. I thought they were teasing something. I, I know they're all all these variant covers are coming out where aliens are fighting all the you know all these superheroes. Iron X-Men Man, characters yeah, and shit like that. Yeah. 
But yeah, it'd be nice to see if, you know, can alien acid burn adamantium? You know, it right. burns through anything else, you know, can it burn through adamant? Can it burn through vibranium? Who knows? Right. But you know? they it's Marvel. They can make whatever rules they want. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh yeah, what you got next? Uh well the last book I'll do is Shadow War uh, Omega. Omega, yes. Shadow War Omega. This is the last this wraps up the series. Um Last oh, issue in a story arc where uh, Deathstroke, somebody disguised as Deathstroke, ki- shot and killed Raza Ghoul and then blew up his body so they can't even resurrect him in the Lazarus pit. Um, somebody dressed up as Deathstroke. Deathstroke, that wasn't me. There was somebody using one of my old suits. Wasn't me. So, meanwhile, Tala Al Ghul in the League of Shadows, or League of Assassins, sorry, fucking are, you know, after Deathstroke. Deathstroke's fighting all these ninjas, also trying to clear his name. And then, of course, Batman and the Bat family are running around mediating and investigating. And it was real last issue that the guy who was dressed up as Deathstroke, who shot uh, Ra's al Ghul, was Geostorm. Geostorm was that shitty uh, Gerard Butler movie, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, he... he uh, and we... So this issue, we basically... Get the reason why he does this. He gives his evil monologue, revealing why he did it because uh, Deathstroke did something to him, and Talia Al Ghul did some shit, and now he's got beef with both of them. So he's like, "What better way to like take out my enemies by pitting them against each other?" So that's why he decided to uh, you know do that. So then there's a big fight. Everybody starts fighting, but what comes down to it is Damien and Geo Force face off against each other okay and damon's like you asshole you fucking killed my grandfather blah 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 your grandfather's a piece of shit (laughs) (laughs) true he's like you claim to be a fight crime he's like your grandfather's you know you know head of this this criminal or biggest criminal organization on earth for thousands of years the fuck you talking about asshole (laughs) you know (laughs) you should join me and we because i thought you fight crime right you know, and then Damon's like, "Well, you know what? You ain't no hero because heroes don't kill." And then he beats the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> so that was kind of funny. Um, then, of course, so they wrap it up. They, you know, put him away, and then um, they resurrect Slade Wilson again. He's he's because they killed him. They killed him last. Talia right. killed him the last issue, so he was dead. But they resurrect him, and okay. he's like, "We're gonna kill him. Who are we killing? Are we killing? Who, yeah, who are we going after?" Slade, we call him this person, that person. He's like, no, no, we're killing everybody. And then it's like, next, the road to Dark Crisis. <laughs> oh, shit. So, I'm out. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun while it lasted. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a pretty cool way to wrap up. I was into this. Uh, I, I thought this was a fun story, you know. And this is the last issue, and it, it, it stuck the landing pretty well. And I can dip out now. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was a heel face turn with you because Geo Force was supposed to be a good guy, but fuck yeah. it, whatever, do, do, yeah. what you, do what you want. Yeah, yeah. So four out of five. This was fun. Yeah, in the end, it was pretty fun. So. Cool. All right. So last book I got is a book I don't really want to do, but I read it for free, so I guess I go ahead and knock it out. It was Hardware Season One, Number Six. This is the last issue of this Hardware Run. So. Uh, in my opinion, the hardware books have been the worst milestone books. I have not liked this book at all. I barely pay attention to what's even going on in this book. 
but I guess I review it anyway because it was free on uh, DC Universe. So yeah. So what even happened in this book? I can't even remember. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, I'm gonna just run through this. Fuck this book. Uh, look, he got to fight not multiple man, but a dude named Reprise. Reprise. He multiplied himself, and he's attacking him. And he was sent to him by this evil organization by Al- Alva, whatever. Um, he fights him. He blasts him as him, but he's like he's low on power. He's about to run out of power. But he realized something about that reprise guy that each clone he makes, that clone has a little bit less mass and a little bit shorter than the one before it. So if he can use his scanners to find the real one, he can just take out the main one, and all these guys will go away. But the problem is, while he's looking, he's getting the shit kicked out of him and his power is draining. So he's got to find this guy before his power completely drains. So he finds him. Kick the shit out of him. Oh, now I got to show you this because that panel was there before. Here's the thing. So for those who don't know who Hardware is, all you need to know about Hardware is that he's old school 90s. So old school 90s means he kills his bad guys. He does not have a no-kill rule. He doesn't give a fuck. Just they die. That's it. So he kills the shit out of him, chop him. He's got like a hook or some an axe or some shit. And yeah, stabs that guy. Stabs, he finds the real one, stabs him, and smashes his face in. You know, and now he's completely out of power. So yeah, what's going on with that? Um. Meanwhile, he he finds the guy. He goes to the guy, the Alva Industries, like that. And it turns out the Alva Industry, Alva, whatever his name is, he's the leader of the system. The system is like milestones, Legion of Doom, where all the supervillains get together and do shit like that. So. He shoots Hardware before he can get to him. Uh, but Hardware just throws his axe at his shoulder. Just let him know he could have beaten him. He didn't kill him. He just wounded him. He made him bleed, you know. And then he escapes. And like, and quit calling me by my real, my my government name. My name is Hardware, you know. And the police come, Hardware escapes, and that's it. So, oh, uh, meanwhile, the epilogue, oh, and the Alva guy is getting investigated because they think he started the Big Bang, which he did. You know, everybody, he was blaming it on hardware, but I realized the evidence has been uh, revealed that he may have had some to do with it. Meanwhile, he, he goes and, um, you know, this kid, they got hurt in like episode, uh, issue three. He goes visit the kid to make sure the kid's okay. And the kid bragging about it like, yeah, man, I was in a, a superhero fight, saw everything. You know, he's like those popular kids at school. You know, he were like, well, I'm going to make sure that nothing like that ever happens again to another kid, you know. And meanwhile, they see Icon flying over. And he's just like, man, it ain't right for humans to be the only superhero. I mean, for non-humans to be no superheroes around here. And he's like, yeah, you're right. And that's the book. So that is the end of that story. So yeah, I still didn't like this book. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I'm glad he just gave it to me for free. So, yeah. Uh, the dropping the ball milestone comments need, but no, 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 no. That this is the only this honestly the only milestone book I don't like. The icon static. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about Blood Syndicate. We will find we will find out next oh, week yeah. how we feel about Blood Syndicate. Is it coming out next week? Yeah, I think that's gonna be <laughs> make or break where I'm gonna make a break. Yeah, Michael yeah. B. Jordan. He's like forty. <laughs> he's gonna play static, man. I thought he was gonna be Superman. Yeah, he's somebody. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan is now that every black superhero he's playing all. Of. He used to be like it just Elba and Mike and uh, the guy to play Spawn. That guy they just make oh, him yeah. just cast him as everybody. Michael Jai White. Yeah. Michael Jai White. They just do Michael B. Jordan the same way. So yeah, uh, and like I said, as soon as that Superman movie was announced, I said it that day. That movie will never see the light of day. 
It won't. It was just a distraction from some other bullshit DC was doing. Plus, DC announced movies all the time. The and plus, even, yeah, the Snyder Cut. Yeah, that's all it was. Plus, you all, oh, we, we never fucking talked about the boys. Well, we only watched the first episode, anyways. But <laughs> man, I, I needed. <laughs> I don't know how you feel, Eli, but I, for people that haven't watched the boys, and I, we're just talking about it because we're done now. But yeah, that first episode took a lot out of me. I had to be like, you know what? I'm gonna come back to the show, but I gotta relax after that because that I was I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready for it. That's all. <laughs> I was I was laughing. I was fucking rolling. That, all all I, I gotta I know say, what I won't, you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I won't spoil anything, but all I can say is that it gives a, a whole new perspective to the whole Ant Man versus Thanos thing. That's all I'm gonna say. You know? <laughs> I won't spoil it. I want to get flagged, you know, like that. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. But yeah, the, I only watched the first episode. I started watching the second episode, but I, I was so mm-hmm. busy I couldn't finish it. But yeah, I, I didn't want to start it until I could sit down and watch it. That's all. Yeah, yeah but I, 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 yeah. I, and the thing about the boys is I always forget how good it is. Like it's and always they would like, take a shot to the Snyder Cut. That's the thing. Yeah, it, it takes <laughs> shots at everything. It's just a satire of comic books and superheroes and and Marvel and the MCU and DC and it just takes shots at everything. And that's what I like about it. But I, like I said, I always forget how good it is. It's always just sort of comes on. Because I'm all busy watching all this Disney Plus, you know, between Marvel and 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 uh, you know and and Star Wars shit and all the shit we're watching all the time, you know. Mm-hmm. And then here comes the boys from out of nowhere. I'm like, Holy and, shit, and I this think is cool. that's what I think that's what caught me off guard because it's been so long since we've seen the boys and we've been yeah. watching all this Disney shit. So it kind of like, okay, I'll watch the boys. And then that shit comes on like, whoa, what, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, I wasn't ready for it because I'm conditioned to yeah. think Disney shit, you know? Yeah. And it's like, it comes from the same thing last year. I was like, oh, season two with the boys. I'll check it out. I like the first season. And I'm like, holy shit, this is awesome. And, I t- <laughs> right. and then again, a year goes by, here it's back. And right away, 10 minutes in, I'm like laughing my fucking ass off. <laughs> But it's it's a good show, even though it goes for shock value. It is a good show. It's got yeah. great writing in it, great acting in it. You know, and it uh, totally takes pot shots at comic books, superheroes, Disney, Marvel, the MCU, DC, Snyder, cancel culture, celebrity, culture, ev- pol- you know, politicians, everything. Yeah, like the the whole thing. I I don't know how much you saw, but I think it was because I, I only I didn't watch the whole episode. But they go to Vought World or Vought Park or whatever. It's like a Disney World. So Vought Industries is basically Disney, and it's <laughs> again, it's Pride Month. It's like, <laughs> and they have don't, like, don't tell me. I don't think I made it there for you. I don't think I made it there for yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> but they're like totally making fun of all like you know all the like how you say they they try to monetize the movements. They mm-hmm. they totally touch on all that. And I thought I, again, I I thought it was fucking funny. I thought it was brilliant. Again, to be woke. To be progressive, but also entertaining. You can do both. <laughs> you know, it's just ways to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, and I yeah. So people are bitching about, oh, this is too woke. No, the boys is woke as fuck. You right. just like it because it's got blood. <laughs> right. But it blood, does. It, titties and balls and whatever else. Yeah. <laughs> and everything. It's got everything. It's got everything. Everything you think of is there. <laughs> and there's something you, for everybody. Whether you want it or not. <laughs> yeah. There's something for everybody with the boys. <laughs> so yeah uh, uh yeah I, I really dug the first episode but yeah i i, I think we should catch up and take a we'll, we'll catch up we'll review yeah. it next week because it was like three yeah. episodes i like you know we'll, we'll talk about it but and yeah. next week also miss marvel comes out so we'll review oh. both the boys 
and Miss Marvel. <laughs> yeah, we better do Miss Marvel first. <laughs> I don't know. We're gonna, we're gonna flip a coin. We're gonna flip a coin and see which one we go review first. <laughs> like, yeah, oh, Miss Marvel, so nice and cute, but the bulls. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. And then the boys are gonna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. They're gonna be like some shock to me, man. If I just watch like back to back and shit. Like, oh yeah. man. All right. So, all right. Like I say, this is long. Definitely like, share, and subscribe. Uh, for those that don't know, our Instagram page is up, up and running. Eli, we're getting hits. Okay, I'll check it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll visit our our Instagram page. <laughs> and please, Eli, like, share, subscribe our Instagram page. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> Until then, this is Leroy. This is Eli. We'll talk to you guys next week. Same bullet time, same bully channel. So